Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 178 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Seth. And I'm Carly. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park news and more, as well as what is going on in our own lives. Carly, I feel like it's been days since I saw you. We both got to hang out together at the media event for Universal Mardi Gras. Uh, it was so great seeing you. Oh, it was so great to see you. We had a great time. The weather was perfect. That day, we got to see the parade. We ate some delicious food, which we were just talking about. Um, if you go, try the chicken schnitzel from Germany, please. Mm. Everyone out there that is, that is planning a trip, it is the menus are really good. Yeah, uh, I mean that festival, just like the food part, the flavors of Car- Carnival, just gets better and better every year, and it was good. Did you have a favorite? Um, I would have to say, if you like crustaceans, uh, I thought that the a uh, whole deep fried soft shell crab Ooh. from the Asian booth was fantastic. It's in this rich chili stew served with sweet, sweet rolls. It's about the priciest uh, item at the event, but I, if I paid that much in a restaurant, I would be happy. Wow. Um, so I'm having a little soft shell crab uh, PTSD <laughs> from the Epcot one. Yeah, the Epcot I, one was a little, that, that was a little like, rough. spit a food item into a napkin, and I did, <clears throat> oh, no. in that case, it was not good. So I'm like, I will try the universal one to cleanse my palate. <laughs> right. Well, if nothing else, the chili stew will clear your sinuses. So. Well, it sounds delicious. Yeah, I've, I've, I invested in uh, one of those tasting lanyards. Uh, they're yeah, a great yeah. deal if you're an annual pass holder. And uh, I've still got I've got still got some money left on it. So I'll be working my way through all of the booths for sure. Oh, yeah. Such a good deal. I got the 151 for 120. Insane. Such a good deal. <laughs> Um, yes, ac- absolutely. And if you're an annual pass holder, you still get your uh, annual pass discount Please. on the items themselves on top of it. So yeah, it, oh, it can add up. Um, have you done, did you do anything else exciting? Was that, that the highlight of your week? Oh, that was the highlight of my week. Right now I am getting my wardrobe together for the Super Nintendo World oh. at Universal Hollywood. I am so excited. I don't know how I'm going to sleep. The next few days so i just i i can't wait it's gonna be so jealous so jealous uh we are gonna get your full report and i will be back i will be out there uh at the first of march uh i'll get to experience it as a normal guest uh but you will get the red carpet treatment yes well i'm gonna go so i'm re-getting my annual pass there so i'm gonna go again on sunday you know because you have to see it both ways you know when sure these events happen. It's not really like an authentic look at the real experience. Absolutely. So yeah. I will be back using my annual pass on Sunday to give the full report. Okay. Well, you'll, you'll have to give us the good and the bad. Yes. Can't wait to hear about it. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's jump into the news in the queue. All right, we are starting out with some sad news from Disneyland. Uh, Mickey's Toontown was supposed to open uh, just a few days, but it's been 
delayed until March 19th due to epic rains that they have been having in Southern California. Yeah, I mean, the rain is a good thing for California, definitely. But this is a bummer um, if you had plans to visit for the reopening because the, you know, what the life that they put into this area now and the retheming and the new spots, it looks really amazing. So hopefully you can uh, reschedule your trip. Yeah, so the um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway ride, which has been added to this area, is open. Uh, so a portion of the land is accessible. Um, but a whole nother area with uh, Donald's boat and Goofy's playhouse and uh, the Mickey and Minnie meet and greets, that's all still walled off. It was supposed to officially open on March 8th, which is the day that I leave California. And oh. I was hoping that I was hoping that there'd be a, a soft opening a couple days before that. But uh, no such luck. Uh, 11 day delay now officially opening March 19th. Uh, so that's when you'll finally be able to check it out. Uh, it does look great. Uh, concept art uh, looks nice right. and open and spacious. Uh, a lot of places just kind of relax and unwind, uh, which is a nice change for Disneyland. Absolutely. Definitely a good spot if you have little ones, because there's really not a lot of places in Disneyland to like sit and chill, you know, so <laughs> this will be a good spot for that. Um, I'm heading there on Friday, so hopefully I will get to go on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Such a yeah. hard one to say. <laughs> Never it is. It is. I stumble over here. it every time. Too many R's. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm excited to check out the differences myself when I'm out there between the Florida and the California versions. Uh, I've heard that they definitely uh, seem to have plussed it uh, out there for Disneyland. Um, and maybe if we're lucky, they'll reopen Roger Rabbit because that is over on the side that is open. Uh, so, you know, could certainly access it. Uh, maybe maybe they'll get that open a few days early. That would be nice. Definitely. Um, if you're planning a trip out to Disneyland to check all this out, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel will get you there. All right. Next up, also coming to Disneyland Resort, this time at California Adventure, starting on February 15th. Uh, they're welcoming an all-new superhero for a limited time only, uh, Moon Girl, from the new Disney Plus Disney Channel show Marvel's Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur is going to be appearing at DCA. Yes, this is really cool. So this is going to start happening on uh, Wednesday, February 15th. Now, this is something I definitely want to check out. The costume looks amazing. Yeah, looks those, so boots. those boots. Those boots. Yeah. <laughs> um, they yeah, remind I me honestly, of the shoes we had as kids. <laughs> I know nothing at all about this character, but uh, just seeing the poster, um, I love the vibrant color. I love the character design. Um, I would definitely uh, snap a selfie with her uh, if I got a chance to. Um, yeah, this is a limited time thing. They haven't announced the end of it, but it's to celebrate the uh, debut of this show on the Disney Channel on February 10th. Uh, if you don't have the Disney Channel, you can get it on Disney Plus starting on the 15th. Um, and uh, hopefully she'll stay around for a little while. Yes. Uh, but don't wait too long. Um, they've no. also said this is this is part of the Celebrate Soulfully uh, celebration throughout the month uh, that is uh, combining uh, food, entertainment, and experiences to celebrate Black stories uh, across the Disneyland Resort. Yes. Uh, I love how the characters change so often there. Mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting. You know, you might miss one, but it just 
they're continually trying to, you know, bring some exciting new characters there. Yeah, especially Marvel. Um, I, I have to feel like uh, some of the marketing budget for Disney Plus's Marvel shows must be getting dumped into uh, these characters for Disneyland Absolutely. because we don't see those guys out at Disney World uh, nearly nope. as often. All right, so February 15th, uh, set your calendar uh, and uh, go meet Moon Girl. Uh, heading back to the East Coast, Good news for those of you who like sleeping on clean sheets. Walt Disney World <laughs> housekeeping services are uh, returning to pre-pandemic levels finally. Uh, by the end of February, you'll once again get daily housekeeping or every other day, day housekeeping, uh, depending on which level of hotel you're in. Uh, and that will be a nice return. Yes, um, I have some... Uh throwback from my last Disney housekeeping experience, if you remember when they knocked on yeah. my door at 8 a.m. So this yes. is a sore subject, but hopefully this means more people got jobs. Yes. So. It, it is ironic that the only day they seem to be interested in cleaning your room is the day that you're leaving. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I remember there was a time uh, where daily housekeeping um, was just for granted at any hotel, especially a hotel as expensive as a Disney on-site hotel. Right. Uh, and there was a point when they dropped, they made it optional. And if you if you elected to get rid of housekeeping, you would get a gift card, right? Wasn't that yep. a thing for a while? <laughs> uh, but after a while, the housekeeping just pretty much dwindled to nearly nothing. Um, and uh, there was no compensation and the rates did not go down. Um, uh, and COVID was the explanation, but um, now uh, it is back. Uh, so you get your towels replaced, your amenities, your bathrooms clean, your beds made, uh, your trash emptied, and vacuuming, uh, which will be that will be nice. That'll yeah, be nice I, I think the tra like I usually travel by myself, so I don't really need housekeeping. More mm -hmm. like maybe some towels and stuff. I think but if you're traveling with a family, if you've got kids, say, oh my yeah. god, the food mess. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of parents grab a pizza, chicken fingers from the food court, go back yeah. to the room and dine in there. Like that is disgusting. You know, because yeah. the rooms are so small. Well, you know, uh, here's a tip. Uh, housekeeping, they still have a very limited amount of time to take care of each room. So, you know, clean up after yourself. Don't right. you know, you don't you don't have to scrub the floors, but don't leave garbage everywhere. Um, it's just polite. And be sure to tip your housekeeping mm -hmm. staff um, because they work hard. Um, they've also announced that newly refurbished Disney Boardwalk in rooms are going to be debuting over the next couple of weeks. Uh, we got a little a photo here, a little preview of some of the character artwork that's going to be added to the rooms. Um, and so if you are uh, especially a DVC member who stays at Boardwalk, um, check those out. All right. Moving on to Bush Gardens, Tampa, we've got two pieces of news out from the Bush Gardens area. The first is that Serengeti Flyer, the big new swing ride is going to officially open on February 27th. And if you are a Busch Gardens pass holder, you can get a chance for an early preview very soon. 
yeah, this is really cool. Uh, I can't personally do swing rides. I think I've aged out of them. Uh, you're going to go 135 feet up and it's, the views are cool. I wish I could do it because you're going to be looking over the Serengeti. Yes, I'm sure it will be a gorgeous view if you right. can stand to open your eyes uh, when you're swinging at up to 68 miles per hour. Oh my gosh. Uh, the multiple negative G moments. Um progressively higher up to a maximum of 135 feet uh, at the peak of the swing. Um, and uh, you, the interesting thing is you're going to be seated back to back. Uh, they've got two rows oh, of Lord. gondolas. So 40 people at a time can ride facing in opposite directions. So when you're going up, someone's going down and, and vice versa. Uh, this, yeah, this looks pretty <laughs> intense. Yeah, I mean, this is, there's a lot of, you know, swing rides, spinning rides, flat rides like this. This is like next level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, if you are a Tampa Bay uh, Bush Gardens Pass member, they've got a Passport to Thrills program. Um, you had to visit one time in December, one time in January, and you visit one time in February. Uh, you go to pass uh, the Pass Lounge or Guest Relations, and you can get a preview ticket uh on february 24th um so that's the passport to thrills event uh check the details out on their website about that if you're a pass Very holder cool. uh yeah so you're going to take a pass on this one huh yeah absolutely i am <laughs> unfortunately i am going to be out of town on opening day so i don't think i'll be able to go on the 27th it might be a little while before i work up the nerve yeah to <laughs> strap myself into this one um, right next door to Busch Gardens Tampa Bay at a Adventure Island Water Park, they are debuting the new Shakalaka Shores. Uh, <laughs> love that name. It's a new children's area with splash pads, uh, zero depth entry, 25 elements to play on, plus some private cabanas for the parents to chill out in. Yes, we've been seeing a lot of these lately, water parks closing for the season, adding these kind of waterscape play elements. I mean, this is perfect because you need an area now that parents can relax in, but also watch their little ones. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the vibe that I'm getting from this, uh, like at all the major, you know, water parks, you know, Blizzard Beach has that new frozen area that's sort of like this. Uh, I love to see it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like we're kind of seeing an era where building the biggest, tallest, fastest thrill slide is less important to the parks than building stuff that families can do together. Um, uh, and speaking of things that families can do together, uh, they've also, uh, back in 2021, they added a uh, hang tantiki bar and as well as two new slides. Um, so this then uh, is the largest expansion that the park has gone through in 40 years and i read that and i didn't realize that adventure island water park was 40 years old same i, I yeah. couldn't believe it yeah um so if you are interested in planning a day at adventure island um you can get a single day ticket starting around 45 dollars uh, and there is an Adventure Island fun card. Uh, when you buy a Bush Gardens fun card, uh, you can get a year at, or the rest of the year at Adventure Island thrown in for free. Wow. So uh, head on over to adventureisland.com uh, to get details on the deals they've got going on. And finally, for the news in the queue, 
MegaCon Orlando 2023 is heading back here from March 30th through April 2nd, and they've got a roster of big names, including Hayden Christensen, Rosario Dawson, and more. Yeah, I was surprised by this list. These are, you know, there's also Chevy Chase. Like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he is notorious as not being uh, a very cheerful person in yeah. Q&As and, and interviews and things. So I'm curious to see what how he uh, responds to crowds of fans. Uh, right. Uh, and but, Christina Ricci? That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that, that is great. Um, uh, a whole lineup. If you're a Star Wars fan, uh, like I mentioned, uh, Anakin Skywalker himself will be there. <laughs> Um, as well as uh, a bunch of stars of The Mandalorian, including uh, Katie Sackhoff uh, and uh, Carl Weathers and Giancarlo Esposito. Um, you've got Sam Raimi, uh, who is the director of Evil Dead and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and a million other amazing movies. Like you mentioned, Christina Ricci. Mm -hmm. It's a really long list. Uh, yeah. Zachary Levy, um, James McAvoy. Um, they've even got a reunion from the cast of Scream with uh, Nev Campbell and Skeet Ehrlich, Jamie Kennedy, Matthew Lillard. Um, that's going to be a fun panel. Right. Um, I and mean, there's just such a shift in these smaller conventions that aren't obviously the mega Comic-Con in San Diego. I think, you know, actors and stuff, maybe it was like the pandemic. Now they want to do these and see fans. I don't know what the shift is, but these conventions all across the country have been getting like top talent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Megacon is a four-day convention that takes place at the Orange County Convention Center here in Orlando. Um, you, they, it, depending on the guests, some guests do Q and A's, some guests just do signings or uh, photographs. Uh, you can purchase, uh, reserve these in advance uh, to make sure if there's someone that you want to make sure that you get to meet or uh, or get signed with. Um, uh, in addition, there's panels that you can attend uh, that, you know, uh, the folks from Clerks have done great panels in the past. Um, and uh, then there's just the floor. There's the booths. Uh, there's um, places to uh, vendors. Um, and there's just the crowd. Uh, you know, all the people in cosplay, uh, mm -hmm. they are an attraction uh, yes. in of themselves. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Megacon? I haven't. Um, I've done New York Comic Con. That's probably oh, yeah. the closest thing, which was really good. Javits Center, it's huge. Uh, they're just fun. It's good people watching. Walk yeah. around, you know. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've been going to MegaCon for, gosh, over twenty years, I think. Um, but uh, it, it's gotten overwhelming for me. Um, I, you know, uh, it, it's it's gotten so huge, it's intense. Right. Um, but uh, if you are interested in checking it out for yourself. Uh, go to fanexpohq.com slash Megacon Orlando. All right. That is going to bring us uh, to the end of our news in the queue. But before we jump into our big main attractions, it is time to hear a word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at MEI-Travel.com. It's time 
for the main attraction. All right, for this week's main attraction, uh, it's a little bit of a bait and switch. We teased you with Avatar, but we're here to talk about finances. Uh, yes, well, it all works together. Ties <laughs> together. Uh, we are here to talk about highlights from CEO Bob Iger's first returning uh, quarterly earnings call. Uh, and uh, it's it's good news, uh, depending on if you are a fan of sequels <laughs> and of <Right>. Avatar. <laughs> um, uh, the, 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 the headline is uh, that revenue is up 21% uh, at the Disney Parks and Experiences branch of the, of the company. Um, operating, really. operating costs are also up. Um, so that balances out a little. Uh, but um, the theme parks uh, are growing, according to Iger, uh, and they are looking at investing more in the parks, which is good news for the fans. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not really surprising. We kind of anticipated this. Everything costs more. You mm -hmm. know, yep. it's pretty much as expected. Yeah. Um, they talked a lot about how they have uh, per guest spending increasing while at the same time reducing attendance. Um, you know, they have, the, especially over the uh, holiday period, they talked about having fewer people in the parks due to the park reservation system, but then making more money off of those fewer people. Right. And that's kind of been like the overall <clears throat> theme of what they've been trying to do mm -hmm. is, you know, obviously annual passes are a hot commodity to even get. So they are just trying to deter all those, you know, casual visitors and get mm -hmm. those people coming in maybe once a year and they're going to drop like 15 grand, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, we should also note that this comes, uh, there, there's a little context to this. Um, the cast members uh, at Walt Disney World, the unionized cast members just rejected uh, Disney's uh, contract offer. Um, they're offering raises uh, uh, to $16 uh, starting, and 96% of the union members who voted voted against that. Um, so they're definitely going to be increasing labor costs at Disney. Um, that, that's not going down. <clears throat> and at the same time, um, they recently announced uh, layoffs. Uh, 7,000 people, uh, 7,000 cast members going to be losing their jobs they're trying to cut uh five over five billion dollars in expenses now uh they have said that these cuts are not going to be frontline cast members these are not necessarily the people you see in the parks uh but these are going to be management and executive roles uh behind the scenes roles that they are looking to uh slim down um so yeah while they there is uh good news at the top you know the top line um you know there's going to be some pain for the employees right yeah and uh that's always hard you know we went through so much during covid with everyone getting yep. laid off and whatever so it is you know sad to hear but they're making money so i guess that's, that's yeah about. <laughs> now some key things that we learned uh that we were kind of new <laughs> surprises uh during this earnings call the first is that some sort of avatar experience is coming somewhere to the Disneyland resort. Uh, it doesn't get much more vague than that. There was uh, literally nothing other than that that he sure. said. It was crazy. Uh, I this could mean something like a VR experience. It might not even mean like I, you, it's hard to get excited because it really could be anything. It could yeah. be a VR experience. 
at that, you know, Star Wars trading post at downtown Disney. You know, there's spaces that they always shake up. So. Well, okay. So in case you have been uh, living under a floating rock, um, <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water uh, as Bob Iger said, is uh, the most successful movie uh, of the quarter. It's it's the fourth highest group grossing movie globally already, uh, and it's still in theaters. Um, so obviously they want to find a way to bring this uh, to the West Coast. Uh, do not count on seeing an Avatar land uh, just like what we have in um uh, Animal Kingdom just right. plopping down somewhere at Disneyland. Uh, they, they don't have that much room. No. <laughs> uh, and I don't think they want to waste that much time. Um, I've heard, uh, you know, they, they obviously definitely want to get this up and going before the next movie is released, uh, which is December 2024, not, not, oh, not far long, away. Yeah. Uh, I think they really want to capitalize on Avatar while it is hot again. Um, I don't know what you have heard. Uh, the two strongest speculations I've heard for a location to put this would be the ESPN, yeah, the old ESPN zone. Uh, right now, they're doing some sort of uh, exhibit in there. I believe um, maybe a, uh, a Disney 100 exhibit, or I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but they've used it for various right. short-term museum-style exhibits. That or if they wanted to put it in the parks, um, the Star Wars launch bay is looking pretty sad. And that would mm -hmm. be a great place to put an exhibit. And that would be a perfect, like, thematically mm -hmm. be good good fit there. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, and the only thing I've heard are those two locations and, like, VR something. Yeah. Um, VR would be an interesting thing, way to go. Um, I know there are capacity issues with VR. Uh, it's expensive to maintain and the labor to, you know, Put people through VR. That could happen. Uh, another possibility I've heard is, uh, like John Self uh, mentions here, some sort of walkthrough experience similar to one that they've built in Asia. Um, I know some folks involved in that one that uh, I think is at Shanghai. And mm -hmm. uh, I, if it is that exact exhibit moving over here, it would be news to them. Um, but maybe something similar to that uh, exhibit of props and costumes and maybe some animatronics um, in a themed environment uh, that I could definitely see getting put together, kind of, you know, an interactive walkthrough experience. Oh, and that would be quick. <laughs> yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so Avatar coming to Disneyland Resort, but we don't know where, we don't know when, we don't know what. Just stay <laughs> <Stop>. tuned. <laughs> Uh, I'm reading. I'm so excited. <laughs> the other big uh, bombshell that was dropped. We are getting sequels, sequels, sequels. Yes. <laughs> another Frozen movie, another Zootopia movie, and another Toy Story movie. Um, we don't really have any details about storylines or anything like that, right. but um josh gad confirmed uh that he's involved i i think <laughs> uh tim allen confirmed uh this is all via social media and i saw uh an instagram post from uh adina menzel i think uh right. also mm -hmm. saying so um you know lead voices obviously coming back i'm sure that they were handed big bags of cash to come back oh. to the recording studios <laughs> um <Here's> my arm <laughs> So of these three, which were you most excited to hear and which were you least excited to hear? 
Frozen because I know that's going to mean some good music. Yeah, you know, like Into the Unknown is like like now one of my favorite Frozen songs. Uh, least Zootopia, but just because it's not my thing. Interesting. Um, see, I I really was kind of charmed by the first Zootopia, and I think that it was kind of like the pilot for a TV show and set up a lot of possibilities for future stories. Um, personally, I I reached an emotional climax with Toy Story three. And yeah. like a Toy Story 4 was very well made, but didn't really do anything for me. And I would just prefer to remember the first three movies, sort of like sort of like how I'm with Indiana Jones. Uh, I prefer to remember the first three Indiana Jones movies, forget that there was a fourth. But if there's a fifth one that's really good, I will uh, I will make an exception in both the Indiana Jones and Toy Story franchise. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, after the first Toy Story is still my favorite. So yeah. watch oh. them all. I but... love the first, but for me, the second uh, the, the second is, is always the best. Uh, I get cry every time at that song. That yes. song. Save your tears because the, I'm sure the fifth one will be a tearjerker. <laughs> uh, and we have, we have heard that... Um, you know, a Zootopia is attraction. A, a Zootopia attraction is in the works for Animal Kingdom, uh, or at least in development. So I would not blue be blue sky idea. Yeah, yes, it's a blue sky <laughs> idea. But uh, I think I think Iger uh, re-emphasized uh, in his earnings call that they are actively planning on expanding capacity, uh, building stuff, um, or at least. I don't know if it turns into a, just a retheme of dinosaur, at least uh, revitalizing interest in that attraction. Um, I, would, I would, my heart would just sink to the floor. That's one of my top five attractions. We've always got Indiana Jones. As long as, as long as we got Indiana Jones, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm willing no, to sacrifice dinosaur. The pre-show video of dinosaur is my favorite pre-show video. So I guess it'll live on. It will life. live on in YouTube forever. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, I wouldn't be shocked if elements of the new Zootopia don't show up in whatever they eventually build in Animal Kingdom, if they build it. Um, and uh, there were some other highlights from this earnings call. Um, some more information about Disney Plus, which is still losing money, but they expect to eventually make some money on it, uh, as well as uh, a little bit of financial information about ESPN. Um, we've got a full breakdown on our website if you are interested in all the gory financial details. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, that just about brings us to the end of yet another show. Before we go, uh, we've got to thank as always, our sponsors, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Uh, and I just want to uh, remind you to please uh, head on over to Spotify, uh, leave us a, a rating and a review on Apple Podcast. It helps us get the word out. And if you want to find more coverage from all of us and Attractions Magazine on the interwebs, uh, you can find me at the UG series on Twitter, at the unofficial guides on Instagram, and at the unofficialguides.com. Carly, where can folks find you? Yes, I am Carly Caramana on Twitter and Adventures by Carly on Instagram. And of course, you can find the entire Attractions Magazine team here for you 24 7 at attractionsmagazine.com, at attractions on Twitter, at attractions magazine on Instagram, at youtube.com slash attractions magazine, and at attractions on TikTok. 
And until next week, we hope you folks stay safe, try something new, and most of all, have fun. Bye, and we will see you next time. See you next week. Bye.